0: All right, we got another episode of the Foul Ball Podcast presented by the one and only Foul Ball Podcast. How about that? We are presenting ourselves here today. Isn't that extremely special or what? So we just played two games in Atlanta, against Atlanta, the Handy Dandy Braves, and the first game we won 9-4, okay? It actually looked really good, and, you know, we were – looking very, very impressive, and as I looked up some of my notes from the other day, you know, there's a lot of things to mention in terms of offense works, defense works, okay, just like every other win, it's so much more fun, i got to say, talking about wins, because especially with a win, a guy like Raphael Devers, okay, we looked at Rafi, um, he got to hit a home run, Trevor Story, he looked good. Okay, Trevor Story has become a little more consistent in the last two games. Whenever Story has gone up to the plate, he's made a hit or two, a home run or two. Trevor Story finally made a home run in a Boston Red Sox uniform. How special is that? I mean, we've only been waiting all season long just for that. So that is extremely, extremely uh, special to witness and preserve forever. And they even brought some celebratory gifts for him to achieve and celebrate the big milestone so like I said top of the third inning I mean Red Sox were already up six nothing okay top of the second was no sorry top of the yeah top of the sec- second inning they scored six runs to win six to zero bottom of the second they were able to shut them out. So, they continued the game, obviously, more like that. That's when Rafi hit the grand slam. All was well in the end. And I did not pull up the picture, unfortunately, for this. But the look that was given by the pitcher, and then with Rafael looking at his home run behind the pitcher at home plate, it was special. Very, very special. So, next time, I'll try to remember to pull it up. If not, look it up for yourself. So, as we win... Went on to win. Obviously, we went on to win 9-4. to Okay, in the third inning, unfortunately, we let up three runs. At that point, made it 6-3. Seventh inning, let up another run, make it 6-4. Then, top of the ninth, we were fortunate enough to earn another three runs that were scored across home plate to make it 9-4. So, all in all, it was ding-dong central. Okay, people were hitting. People were getting across home plate. All was happy and well. And so, it was good. It was very good. Absolutely incredible. And like I said, Trevor's story like went two for five. I mean, you can't really complain about that. When Trevor's story on, Trevor's story is on. And when he's off, obviously, we've seen him very, 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 very off. And so, he got to just... Close that gap, right? We got to make it more consistent. We got to make it more narrowed in, so that way he is more consistent, and there's less of that nasty stuff that we've seen so far this season. So it's good to see that he's going at least for the moment going in the positive direction. But the big game is to talk about the big game for conversation. Sorry, let me rephrase that a little bit. The big game for conversation is last night's game. Okay. So the top of the second inning. What is it about us scoring the second inning? I mean, we've seemed to seem to love it, which is good. Um, so, hold on. Look, before I continue, um, talking about the backstory of the, of this, there was one call that led up to the moment where Kevin Plawecki got ejected, and very, very, very shortly after. Alex Cora got ejected. Our skipper, our fearless leader, Cora, got ejected. And so here is the call for that. Oh, he rung him up. up, Strike three in a pitch that was not a strike. For the call, here comes Cora. That was ball four. And there goes Cora. He's been tossed as well. Well, that was a horrible call from an umpire who's actually had a good night until now, but he cost the Red Sox a run. So the reasoning behind that video, right? So the umps were doing really well up to that point. We were, at that point, tied 3-3 three three with the bases loaded. Okay, the top of the second inning, like I was about to go into before the video, was top of the second inning we're tied 2 to 0 then shortly after we were ahead for a little while longer and then we tied it up 3 to 3 at that point Kevin Kevin Ploiecki was up to bat tied 3 to 3 with bases loaded bases loaded with a chance to do something pretty solid and of course of course per usual the ump made a horrible horrible call and what had happened right was the ball was just way, way down, basically in the dirt, okay? So, you know where, like, the catcher stands? It's pretty low. The, his glove was way down for the Atlanta catcher. So, let's back up a little bit, just a real quick sec, okay? So, it was tied in the bottom of the sixth, right? And this, so this happened, you know, roughly the sixth, seventh inning or so, at, at least towards the end of the game. And definitely both the four and the ninth. And the catcher was called a sign because they have that new technology system. And so made the call, caught it in the dirt, basically. The umpire called it to strike three. You're out with the bases loaded. That could have been a massive game changer because I'm pretty certain it was supposed to be a ball four. So instead of a ball four, it was a strike three in the dirt. Kevin Ploiecki, he took his helmet off, right? He took his helmet off, slammed it right down. Into the ground, immediately ejected Ploiecki from the game for just slamming his helmet down. I mean, it's basically like Rob Gronkowski celebrating the touchdown experience by spiking the football. It was basically the same exact thing, except getting really, really upset, all pissed off. And which is completely understandable. We would all be dead angry if that happened to us. So spiked his helmet in the ground. Boom, ejected. See you, buddy. And then Cora came out all upset, as I would expect him to be. And then he was ejected because he was trying to explain to the umpire, how can the ball be in the dirt, way, way, way below his knees, way below his knees, can't even, can't even reach the ball. And he caught a strike. He's like, what the heck's wrong with you? Unbelievable umpires. Unbelievable umpires. And that's the title of this video, right here. Unbelievable. Completely not good. And so, like I said, we were tied 3 3. And then we held on to that tie for a few more innings after that gut wrenching, heart turning call that would have gotten us the game, would have won us the game, essentially. But no, what happened? We went on in the ninth inning, and we lost our fifth game to a walk-off loss. And at this point in the season, it feels like the millionth. And I know if you follow my Twitter account, the Fall Ball Podcast Twitter account, you know I even tweeted in the bottom of the sixth inning, Hey, it's finally tied 3-3. Nope, don't like that. Do not like that. And then right after that, I tweeted, And there's the fifth walk-off loss. Feels like the millionth. And so I know the big word going around obviously now is all the complaints about that one call. And so honestly, I think that literally every single umpire in existence right now needs to go back, needs a lot of retraining, regrouping on how to make a call. So future games ahead. Well, before I talk about future games ahead, I think it's important to say that the Red Sox are at a handy-dandy 11-20 record. So, yeah, so, like I said, before that, sorry. So, I think it's important to note that the series against the Braves was only a two-game series, which we don't really see too many of. And so, you know, going forward from that, like I was saying, the Red Sox are at a handy-dandy 11-20 record, as there's geese behind me in the background. Sorry about that. Um, hopefully the Geese will be better umpires than the umpires from last night's game. So the Red Sox are in fifth place in the AL East. They are dead last. Okay. As of now, they are at a 0.355 percentage rate and we are 11 and a half games behind first place, which in first place right now are the Yankees and the last ten games we were at a nice record of two and eight. Miserable. And we tied the series against Atlanta one to one. So I mean like I say literally every other episode that I do there's a lot to work on. I mean it's I mean I'm not gonna repeat everything I've already talked about because it's literally everything we need to everything we need to work on. And so, you know, it, whatever I've said in the past, I'll reiterate that again. So, I won't I won't be repetitive for y'all. I really don't need to be. I mean, it's just not it. I mean, the Red Sox have the power. They've got the talent. They've got the speed. They've got a, everything. So, they've got everything the way that they need to be. And, yeah. They, the, the roster is the way it should be, and it's just not like, oh, and that reminds me, speaking of roster, thanks for reminding me about that, everybody. So the roster, there's now speculations going around about the MLB, with it, well, with the reporters anyway, about Bogey, Xander Bogarts, the man that met the legend himself, and obviously we haven't signed an extension with him. But there's a lot of speculations right now about, okay, if we don't sign the extension, with him currently will he opt out of his contract for the remainder of it that's another conversation in itself you know in in the sense of okay will he stay in it will he opt out of it if he opts out of it what's he gonna do right what are the red sox gonna do how are they gonna trade for him so i know there's a couple scenarios going on right now in terms of trying to like you know scenarios in regards to what team you should go to, who the Red Sox should, should we get in return, where they really need a lot of different assets and everything, and not only the lineup on the field, but behind the plate as well, right, as an offensive lineup. And so series going forward, that's an important thing to finish up on, I would say. So going forward on Friday, so tomorrow, we start a three-game series against the Rangers in Texas. Uh start so it's going to be a weekend series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then on Monday we start a long homestand at Fenway Park in Boston. And we'll wait until then. That'll be that first homestand will be against the Astros at home, then we go on to the Mariners. So, a lot coming up. A lot of good stuff hopefully coming up. Hopefully get a few wins in the win column because we all know we need them. So without further ado, I will end this here. And until then, let's go Red Sox.